Welcome, BitPickers, to episode 19 of BitPicking, the software engineering podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Greg. Hello, Greg. Hi, Mark. This week in BitPicking, we're going to talk about machine learning. What is it? Does it live up to the hype? And will Greg's Volkswagen take over the world? So how about this, Mark? How about I act stupid because I am. Act stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because you know a lot more about this topic than I do. Um, and maybe some of our listeners need a ready reckoner as well. So let's start at the beginning. What is machine learning? Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Easy one. Easy <laughs> yeah. question for me. Well, like you said, it's on all the adverts. It's on all the adverts. Well, so I suppose it must be easy. Brexit means Brexit, right? So, um, I think machine learning maybe means a lot of things to a lot of different people, right. but I'm going to put it in the category of uh, being able to make predictions about uh, uh, unseen data based on previous observations of data. Okay, that's probably the 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 one that most people you know, we'll see and recognise as okay. machine learning, right? So, so, you, so you take some data yep. that you, you know of, yep. you use that, and then you can then predict things using when you encounter data that you've, you've not seen before. Correct. Right. So a recommendation engine is your, your classic, right? Um, so you have watched The Big Lebowski and Seven... And I'm just trying to think of some more recent films than that. I'm yeah. sure there's been other films in the last 15 years or so. Um, and therefore, you will like um, A Dog's Purpose. <laughs> I will check that out later. Okay. Thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> good, good. Okay, so I think I get that. Um, and then if we stick on that, people talk about models. Yep. So what's the model? So the model is that bag of numbers that is able to make that prediction. So all you're doing, and now this is where we, this is where I get oh. excited. I say excited, yeah. this, is where, this, is where, this is where I start to rant. So let's ramp that up for the next, uh, the next 30 minutes. Um, models are bags of numbers, and they are numbers that are part of an equation. Okay. Uh, and the equation is the thing that can make that, that prediction. So um, go back to your GCSE maths, uh, and remember your kind of linear algebra and your quadratic equations and all those kind of things, right? So uh, let's take a really simple example of uh, uh, house prices. And for example, being able to predict your house price based on its distance from London, yeah, let's yeah. say. So in the middle of London, the house price is astronomically high. And when you're in Blackpool, the house price is a bit lower. So you can express that as an equation, right? And you may have a hypothesis, and that's another word used in machine learning. Right. So a hypothesis that that, that is linear. So if I'm uh, 200 miles from London, uh, the house price is X. And if I'm 400 miles, it's half of X. X. And if yeah. I'm 800 miles, it's it's half again, right? Yeah. So, um, so you may have that hypothesis. And, uh, you know, what you're trying to find are the numbers that actually when you crunch that equation and say my house is uh, 192 miles from London, that the house price will be Y, something like that. So the model is just, a, it, all it is is numbers. It's just algebra. It's just lines. So the model isn't the equation that says when I'm 192 miles. Uh, the model, so... Um, yeah, well, the model sort of contains. So there's, I mentioned the word hypothesis. So mm. the hypothesis is the equation. Is that line a straight line, or is it a, a, a curvy line? Is it, you know, is it x cubed? Is it x squared? And then you get into a whole, you know, I mean, what I'm talking about here is the, the simplest type of machine learning, which is yeah, uh, yeah. what you'd call linear regression, right? But linear regression kind of feeds into. Um, more complex ways of doing things and, and you get into being able to kind of draw circles and, you know, big <laughs> blobs and all that kind of stuff, right? But they all boil down to the same kind of mechanism. Somehow there is an equation, which may be a really simple equation, but might be a, a very complicated equation. Um, and there are some numbers in that equation 
you know there are some fixed numbers that as you imagine the sliders as you move the sliders you are changing the shape of that line how steep it is or how uh, where it crosses the axis or those kind of things or if it's a circle how big the circle is or how small the circle is um, and the the model is really the um, you know given given that hypothesis as to what the equation looks like and the model that it, those, those parameters yeah. um, that go with it you've got a model that can make predictions so when i plug in this number i get another number out of the other side you know and again i <laughs> for the record <laughs> talking really simplistically about about some of this stuff no that's um, fine because i think then it, it it's a great example because then when you start throwing in other variables and i'm probably going to use yeah. the wrong words Okay, you know, but... I, I probably will as well. <laughs> so you've got distance from the centre of a city or distance from London, that was it, wasn't it? Yep. So then you throw in, okay, well, what if house prices are affected by distance from the coast? Correct. So now you've got a property which is 200 miles from London and 100 yep. miles from the coast and yep. another property which is 200 miles from London, Yep. but 200 miles from the coast. Yes, absolutely. So now you need to predict the prices of that. Yep, yep. Um and also, you might then get into how many bedrooms it has, or yeah, yeah. you know whether it has a garden, or whether it has an attic, or it's probably got an attic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, but I guess that. that's that's it, isn't it? Because like, it can become incredibly complicated. Yes, and that's what machine learning really boils down to. It's it's solving these equations where you it would be very difficult to do it with simple rules. In the case of in the case of distance from London, I could write that myself. Yeah. Um, but what you're talking about is expanding that to finding solutions where you've got many, many variables, um, what we would call features, and uh, trying to find the right balance of those things, again, given data that you've observed previously. Yeah. And that's a class of machine learning we call supervised learning. Now. <laughs> I can see it now. Having, on your face. Having, having, <laughs> having told you that, this is so. This is this is the start of what what irks me. Um, oh, there it, really was a rant. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just excited about it, but no. Okay, right, good. I like it. No, there's 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 many things I like to rant about. So one is um, one is people applying machine learning to problems that just don't need machine learning applied to them. Okay, because they're not complicated enough. Yeah, because they're not necessarily complicated, right? They they um, you know they may be fairly simple rules. And actually, there is evidence. Um, there was a recent report out there showing that a lot of companies are claiming to use machine learning, right. uh, and actually not. And you know, your machine learning is actually some if statements um, <laughs> and some simple rules that that you can apply. You know, and quite often simple rules are uh, are enough. Um, so there's a real kind of hype cycle around machine learning, um, uh, you know, that, that means people have got to throw it in there and got to use it. Right. Well, it, it, either they're using it and they don't need to, or they say they're using it and they're, and not, they're, not, they're right. not really, right? And I think this is a, this is a problem. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a problem in terms of transparency. And I, my problem is I'm not a sales guy, right? So I, <laughs> I wince when I see people selling things when I know blatantly that they don't you know that's they not what they do and that's yeah. not how they work but you know that again that's why i'm not in sales um um but i think you know one of the things i want to talk about here was was what does this mean for developers and if if, if you've got a job advert that says we're all about you know, machine learning uh is that off-putting you know, how many people are feeling like some people may look at that and feel excited. Yeah, I want to go and learn about that and I want to do it. Yeah. Some people may uh, be very put off about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. about doing that. You know, is that a bit much for me? You know, yeah. can I can I learn it? Is it just too complicated? Yeah. And even, I, even if it's not too much, they don't know it now. So can they apply now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the job says, oh, I need you need um, machine learning experience. Yeah. When really you don't. And someone says, well, I won't apply for that because I don't have that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And then actually it turns out it, it, yeah. they didn't I, I, I'm going to wager that a lot of people don't have that experience. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> you know. And, I, you know, and we know, I mean, you know, we've been in an organisation where, where we've done machine learning, you know. And even yeah. there, I would say, um, 
you know, most people didn't, certainly when we started that, doing that stuff, yeah. didn't know machine learning, right? Yeah, so yeah, learn yeah. on the job. Um, yeah, and I think, I think actually that was quite successful um, you know, in, in terms of the way that people picked it up and were able to, able to deal with it and mm. learn a lot of good, good skills. So I certainly think a lot of these things are within people's grasp. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that, you know, it's about getting under that hype cycle. I mean, if you think, oh, machine learning is just really complicated, I'll never be able to do it. I don't think it is in a lot of, in a lot of cases. Um, uh, you know, I, I think if you, if you can grasp the fundamentals, and I will put a shout in for uh, Andrew Ng's course on Coursera, which is kind of the sort of canonical introduction to machine learning. Does that start with the house prices? Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> yeah. No, I just made that up by myself. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, there is a kind of well-known data set of, of you know house price data. And, right. uh, okay. That's a good yeah. a good way to start start doing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, what that course does is those give you an, an understanding of the fundamentals um, of what machine learning involves uh, and um, you know because it's very easy for people given. Um, frameworks like scikit-learn in python and tensorflow you know google's sort of offering it's very easy to jump in and go how do i do tensorflow mm. for example but i think if if you take the time to understand what's actually happening underneath the covers mm. uh you know that, that's that's the grounding that you need i think i think it's just a good grounding in it's just the bullshit detector <laughs> like what is a problem that i can solve with machine learning yeah and what isn't when you sort of understand the, the fundamentals that you're just solving in an equation in, you know in a lot of cases maybe some very complicated equations um but i think you know you, you the bell start to ring when someone says oh we can we'll just run some algorithms against that and it'll all pop out in the yeah. wash right? i mean that's it because even on it's not even job adverts is it my um observations on tensorflow and there's another one isn't there on apple something ml um let's call it apple ml (laughs) (laughs) but these sdks they do make it sound like it is as trivial as what you just described at the end there yeah that you can just throw a load of data at it and there's very little work and then you'll start you know getting predictions back yeah i mean have you used is that that true and you can as long as you've got the right kind of problem right um, well, no, actually, no. Hang on, I'm going to rewind that. <laughs> you can with a lot of work. <laughs> and so, and here's again. So here's here's the here's the rant. because I see a lot of you know talk about machine learning, um, and and it's a dev problem, right? So uh, get some devs on it, do some machine learning. But at the end of the day, it's actually a data problem. Right. Right. And so, um, yes, given a good data set, preferably one that has already been set up for, to, you know, previously to solve machine learning problems, <laughs> you can you can quite easily, you know, take this in a few lines of Python, for example, in Scikit-Learn, you can say, take this data, put it into a model, fit the model, um, you know, create a model, make predictions easy but the big problem is that that data very rarely is in that right so you're talking here about annotations uh yeah so so you know we talked about uh in certainly in the case of supervised learning having uh having an observed data set yeah so i had a house that was um that was in reading uh and it had five bedrooms and it had a 200 square foot garden and yeah blah 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 uh, and the house price was why hmm. £500,000, for example. Hmm. Um, so but there's a lot of problems with that data. Like you can't just literally load that CSV straight off the bat. That's and, how you made it sound. And jobs are good. <laughs> uh, now, we're, now we're getting into but, it. But you've got a lot of so, you know, problems, problems that I've seen um, in that. One is having enough data. Ten house yeah, prices yeah, on, is, yeah. is not going to solve a problem. Ten thousand, maybe. Ten million, you'll probably get in towards a good, a good model. Right? Yeah. Um, you need to do a lot of uh, making sure that data is clean. In any data set, you have an uh, you know, anomalous data. You have data that's missing some some bits and those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but then there's also an awful lot of tuning that you have to do. 
if you really want a good a good model so again you can chuck stuff in and you can you know you might be able to make a fist of it but quite often you have to visualize the data in fact i say quite often if you are doing machine learning in any you know sane way you are visualizing that data you are having to identify what are the key features in those so you know the house has an has an attic right is that really a a feature that you should bother with is that and you know is that a number that should be in your equation you know every, but if you pretty don't... much every house has got an attic so actually it doesn't matter and by having that in the data you're actually complicating things a but are bit, you not right? are you not introducing bias if you decide to remove it or i suppose if you decide to leave it but this is the kit but this is the skill this is this right. is what what machine learning is right is understanding how that by having that in there how does that affect the predictions that my model can make um, but wouldn't the model decide this is not important if it if it's not really important no no and uh, no because that's that that's the bit of magic that i don't think really happens right? <laughs> and this i suppose this is this is the, the the key thought is there's a lot of work that goes into this um uh before you start getting you know and it, there is a lot of manual right okay effort right literally people looking at spreadsheets or you know other ways of visualizing data yeah. and and saying actually that you know that thing makes the model makes the predictions worse um right. than you know when it's there than than if it's not um so there's you know, there's an awful lot of stuff goes into it you know and people you know just i think good data scientists are probably really hard to come by yeah, and a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. again, you know, and and what I think is a lot of organisations are taking it as a developer problem. So you as a developer, you know, not only are you now uh, you know, writing the software, and you're you're the tester, and you're the architect, and you're the business analyst, <laughs> yeah. and you're deploying and doing the DevOps stuff, and you're yeah. the Scrum master. Yeah, but if you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. get a handle on machine learning as well, please, that'd be <laughs> that'd be great. That is true. There's another thing that's thrown into the ring isn't it yeah and i think it's a i think it's a very specific skill if you're really going to do it in any in any good way you know and we were fortunate to work with some people that had a, 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 mm. certainly a much better grasp than yeah. um, uh, than i had on that um you know but i don't think people should tread lightly when they talk about wanting machine learning and you know uh, and and ai yeah I'm well, not let's, sure. let's leave ai for a bit okay all right all right because <laughs> um, i just want to go back to those annotations because i saw um uh, recently, um, that people were surprised that people's voice recordings for Amazon um, Alexa were accessed by humans and then annotated, essentially. I don't think those were the words yeah. that people were using for the article. Uh -huh. um, but there was a bit of an uproar about the fact that people could uh, access the things you'd said and then decide you know, whether you had said X or Y and put yeah, that back yeah, in. Yeah. Um, and it is quite, it's quite, um, I suppose, worrying because it's the trivialization of machine learning again, because you can't create a model, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. if you don't have some data which is annotated in the sense that, um, you know, the meaning has to be added to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere like, I'm, yeah I'm sure someone can point out, you know, and, and there are people that are working on, you know, there's types of unsupervised learning and there are types of sure but yeah. but yeah in but, essence yeah to any normal man in the street yeah like how does then, you know yeah. how does the computer the computer that one big computer the computer <laughs> understand when i say alexa set a timer for you know yeah. the next 10 minutes yeah someone has to at some point yeah tell it what that means yeah and then yeah um so it was quite surprising that now machine learning is has entered the vocabulary of of society yeah that people talk about it and this is probably yeah. why it's now in adverts so frequently they talk about it as if it's trivial you know yeah um, and, and then they're and surprised fun. when they start learning about how complicated it is or um the fact that you need this data yeah you know the anecdote that we've had in the past i'm not sure how much we can say due to ndas in time at the place in place at the time but of course we tried very hard when we were building um product x mm -hmm. <laughs> to get access to data that we couldn't because it was yeah. in different countries. Yes, correct. And the privacy law of those countries wouldn't allow it to be released. Yeah. 
And if we couldn't get the data to put into you know, our product, we would never have built a model. Yeah. So then we were talking about moving the product to different countries and, yeah. you know, and et cetera, et cetera. I, so. I, 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 an interesting, um, sorry, you know, talking about humans listening to snippets of things, but um, uh, I was fortunate enough to go and visit um, another company um, a few years ago who were doing, um, uh, you, you know, you were speaking to, a, to an IVR, you phone up to book your flights. Yeah, yeah. It says hello. Would you like to book a flight? <laughs> Is you that your that? robot voice? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use it for Siri. Uh, and um, you would say yes. I'd like to book a, you know, a flight from London to uh, Edinburgh, please. And then pause a little bit. And you go, okay, you're going to book a flight from London to Edinburgh. Right, okay. What was actually happening? So, you know, for you as a user, this is all just computer controlled. What was actually happening was that in a couple of seconds, your voice was being transmitted to um, banks of people yeah. sat in a call center type environment who heard your snippet of voice and clicked the button that said London to Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was completely yeah, what sort of researchers would often call a Wizard of Oz exercise it appeared to be a computer um but actually but it was was you know, although you know to the point about annotating things those that's what they were doing right that data so it was it was you know operationally kind of working and achieving what they needed mm. but as a side effect that was then being used to train machine learning models yeah. that could then actually do that yeah, for real do that yeah. kind of thing because then they have that like fake typing don't they yeah, to try and kill the dead air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, really clever. I mean, really quick, and you know, and and, and um, uh, agents were trained to respond within. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, a, yeah. a second, right? I mean, it was. It was crazy. I mean, it's funny because that's really not not come about, has it? Like, well, there's two things. Firstly, your example's great because I don't understand why, and maybe this is because all the technology is in America, but all like machine learning innovation appears to be about booking flights. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or going to the cinema. Yeah. Or booking a table at a restaurant. Yeah. Or just booking things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think to myself, is that because you know we spoke a little bit about data? Is that because that is the most readily available data? So it's what you can mm. you know use to to start innovating in machine learning. Yeah. Or is it because there's such a big market opportunity there? You know, or, or huge costs involved in the back end systems for flight booking that if somebody can automate yeah, it yeah. you know that's a real big win like why is it i don't yeah i don't you know. know because also i find booking things via a computer like i say via a computer via a voice interface for example uh with a computer extremely frustrating well yes that's true actually yeah there's <laughs> also much that. easier for me to go <laughs> to and click a few drop down boxes few drop yeah, yeah. Buttons. Yeah. yeah no that's true i've always thought that like there is this um, it's this sort of on the side, isn't it? But there is this pursuit of the voice UI yeah. in some realms that I think, no, it's much more efficient to everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah. to, well, maybe it's not. Maybe this is it. We're showing yeah. our, our tenure in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've forgotten my second point now, but my first point was, you know, why, why are these particular tasks always the yeah. ones that are I But I, I don't know. You, know. you made the point about, is there like, a, you know, is there a massive saving to be gained? I, I, I don't see it. Really, well, there was the. Um, at least you've got banks of call centres with hundreds of people, and you know you can get rid of some of them. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's true. But isn't that? I was thinking what that what was springing to mind for me was the was it called Google Duplex? Was the little experiment they demonstrated last year where yes, they yes. had a the computer was doing the booking, right? So it wasn't yes. the computer taking the booking. The, oh yeah, the that's true. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was which is really odd, isn't it? Yeah. You're like, really? Is it? Is your life that busy that you? Well, quite. That's what I thought. I was like, are you really that busy? Yeah. You know, everyone is some high flying yeah. exec that doesn't even have time to book a table yeah, yeah, for yeah. their anniversary, <laughs> yeah. so they have to get. I mean, it must take as long to tell Google <laughs> to book the table. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know, but I, the market will bear that out, I guess, won't it? But um, yeah, but there's lots of. I mean, there, there are many applications of, of machine learning, though, that are not. Yeah, that's voice interface in particular. But you know, it is fair to say that it does underpin a lot of what we do mm. without you really even even knowing it, right? Um, 
you know, and definitely, I mean, the other big thing, obviously, is recommendation systems and Netflix. And, yeah, but and that's becoming that problematic, don't... isn't it? Is it? Well, just because people are going, well, I, I, it keeps telling me about the stuff that I, I, I would like, but I'm bored of the stuff that I like. Well, so, I was just about to start my own rant on that. Right, okay. Because there was a thing on Netflix. I th- it was called Something, Something and Robots. I can't remember. I think it was called Sex, Guns and Robots. Right. Anyway, it was, a, it, was, um, <laughs> it was an anthology right. um, of of small computer animation so like five to ten minute shorts basically yeah. and i saw it on reddit so reddit's obviously doing a good thing because it showed it to me and i was like well, that's good because i'm interested in that i couldn't find it on netflix because right. i forgot the name right it wasn't yeah. in my recommended list i went yeah. to the what's new it wasn't in there i went into what are other people watching or whatever it is it was I, honestly i couldn't find it for about 10 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah and then i had to search on google to get the name and then type the name in manually right so netflix doesn't know what i like no, you know, and yeah, I've been I've been a Netflix customer for you know long enough. Yeah. So yeah, completely completely failed. It, you yeah. Know? And it just shows me all the things that I think everyone else seen, is seeing seen before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like Netflix is t- touted as like the pinnacle, isn't it? Because yeah, you know, their recommendation engine is meant to be the best. Yeah. And yeah, I don't find it any better or worse. You know. Um, actually, no, no, I that's not true. I just said I find it worse. So I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't find it good. Yeah. Um, and Spotify is the same. You know, whenever I listen to anything on Spotify, I always end up at Daft Punk. Right. And once yeah, you're yeah, at yeah. Daft Punk, you can go anywhere yeah. because they've collaborated <laughs> yeah. with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, in fact, I read about that because I think they're called super nodes. Right. Um, in um, in uh, music algorithms. So there's a, like there are these particular okay, bands right. that. Uh, no, if if they were visualized and everything was like a dot and connected to other dots, yeah, okay. you would just see these massive ones. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers is another right. one, and it's very easy to get to one of those super nodes, and then yeah. you can just go off on a complete tangent, yeah. you know. Um, and so they started tweaking. I think I think Spotify do this, or well, they spoke about doing it, where you can choose a playlist that avoids super nodes. Oh, okay. so it's specifically right, right. tuned to yeah, not yeah. take you. You know, for my music taste, it's always Daft Punk. Yeah. You know, for someone else, it might be Red Hot Chili Peppers or whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, so now it's like, and maybe that's what you were talking about earlier. Like now people are trying to tune, tune the model so it doesn't always. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, give you the results that you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you, you start to. I suppose the problem people have is some of this starts to take the sort of humanity out of things, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. just like you're just reduced to a. You are person X, and therefore. You're well, they the tried that, didn't they? If we stick with music, that's what Apple Music did. You know, when they launched, they said we're human, human curated playlists. Yeah. That was the thing. You know, it sort of died down a bit. I don't hear people talking about that. So um, I cut you off earlier, but let's talk yeah. about AI then. Oof. So what's the difference then? Mach- machine learning, yeah, nailed it. Right, let's go get those jobs. <laughs> AI, how would you describe AI? Is it different or is it just, is it? I think classically people would tell you that machine learning is a branch of AI. Okay. So AI is some, AI is trying to you know, mimic something that is intelligent um, and can make decisions for itself. And machine learning might be one of the things that you use to do that. But you might also, it might just be a big bunch of if statements that give the same uh, the same impression you know Eliza was sort of the famous one back in the 60s of a you know a, a talking to a computer right appearing to show intelligence but at the end of the day was you know just some statements lots of um, <clears throat> lots of rules really um so I think that's what you know so there are a lot of techniques you know we talked about supervised learning in, in machine learning you know there's sort of uh, unsupervised learning that can um, you know, and things like, for instance, evolutionary algorithms, you know, have these 15 algorithms, run them, see what the results are, pick the best one, modify right. it, yeah, yeah. you know, or, you know, make more mutations to it and those kind of things. Yeah. And those are really interesting, actually. I don't know if you've ever run. I've watched the real basic ones race. where it's like um, trying to create a bike. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, take a car and drive it over over ground and then change its wheel size or its wheelbase yeah, yeah. or you know the weight of it and those kind of things you get some amazing yeah. amazing results like that. there's some really there's some really hilarious videos on the on the internet of um uh people using that to uh 
like try and they were essentially kind of rediscovering how different animals moved right okay, depending right. on different sort of parameters changed you know and you ended up with and i can't remember what they have you know but almost like kind of you know eventually the kangaroo hopped right you know given the right, right, sort of right. other factors of a kangaroo it, that was sort of the natural thing that was it learned to hop and yeah you know, but you get it having kind of that's, see, that's quite highbrow because um the one i like is this the video games ones okay. where they'll take a nes game yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. they'll just like just say right here are some buttons yeah mr computer yeah, yeah. right and you've and then yeah. they draw apart yeah. the screen don't they and they say right your goal is unlike the high score yeah you need to increase that number yeah like that's it that's your only rule yeah and then it will do a run through and fail miserably and then yeah. it will keep going and then eventually realize that you know oh if i do that at that point then my score yeah, increases yeah, 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 go yeah. again go again run that millions of times yeah and then you get the perfect game yeah i mean I've watched a, i mean it's certain something i was sort of reading about a while ago was um someone making the point that actually um you know machine learning and and you know learning from observation and learning basically from the brute force of data right uh is is almost always shown to outstrip uh like de- trying to code domain knowledge so you know alpha go is the big example right um you know people have spent many years um well, and same with chess many years trying to write chess computers and go computers that are based on the knowledge of of a human right, okay. in this in this situation do this do in this. that situation yeah. do that and actually when you've got 50 million games of go you might as well just give up just say <laughs> watch those games and, <laughs> and yeah. learn from it right yeah. have you ever um, played go no no i, I don't uh, i suppose uh, like i understand the kind of mechanics i i, I don't understand the uh, strategy of it um, yeah. at all Although again, there's a, I did watch a really interesting video of, of AlphaGo just because um, uh, there was a couple of guys who were uh, commentating on a uh, on one of the games that AlphaGo was playing right. against. Was it Lisa Dole is like the the, the champion Go player? Um, and there was a situation where they were like, well, clearly, you know, this is a classic situation. You know, the computer's going to go there, and the computer went somewhere else, the other side of the board, and they were like. What? what the hell is that but then you know within two or three turns it unfolded and they were like well that's just genius right you know like you know a human player would never have done that um but the computer you know just through pure observation you know has managed to, to I pick suppose that's, that's the other thing is it so if if commercially the big the big wins are booking flights and cinema tickets or whatever academically it's chess and go so yeah. we've decided yeah, yeah, that yeah. that is yeah, like yeah. the pinnacle of human intelligence. And so if we can get a computer to beat us at that, then, yeah. you know, it's game over. But I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's true. I wonder if we've just, but, it just feels like that's clever, but there's something else that a computer will never, you know, do us out. Oh, Probably I think, comedy. I think there are lots of, uh, and I'm trying to remember that there are examples of the, the, the thing with chess and go is they kind of quite, um, bounded problems there right okay there are finite space of solutions right whereas there are other things that are not and they're therefore much more and so now this is this is my other sort of uh rant about machine learning right and and the problems applied to which is you can do some amazing stuff with machine learning as long as you know what problem you are trying to solve (laughs) and so so this is like the the um the idea that um, the idea that suddenly you know we've we've discovered machine learning and that just solves all problems now right. and basically we're all we're all shafted because the machines are going to take over the world which we'll come back to in a minute <laughs> uh, um, but you know that suddenly the computer can just solve whatever problem you like yeah, you yeah. know and this is um, you know, this is kind of what what I've observed in, in companies you know. With developers going we've got a problem just throw some machine learning at it you know and <laughs> and th- that will that will solve it you know without knowing very precisely i think what problem you're trying to solve you know going back to that whole thing we're talking about with sort of the data you, you literally a human has to sit there and figure it out mm. figure out what the that hypothesis is um, that you are trying to solve and look at the data and figure that out and, and use that. So, and in the case of something like Go, you know, you've got a very 
you can define that problem very Quite easily. Very well. And, you know, the, the solutions are not not easy. You know, these guys bring a, a whole shit ton of compute power to bear yeah. on it. Um, but you can at least define what's the end what's the end goal. Mm. Whereas, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at machine learning as just there is this big fluffy problem out there. We may or may not have data. And that yeah, that's that's the big one. You know, you made the point about having the data, right? You, you know, you you got a lot of data on booking flights, voice data, that kind of stuff. And a lot of companies I I think are trying to do this without having the data or knowing how they're going to get the data. Yeah, yeah. Like, where's that going to come from? Just, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll just throw an buy, algorithm Buy it from it. Google. Buy it from Google, <laughs> yeah. But this is why Google and, and Apple and... and um, oh, no, it's Huawei now. That's who yeah. we hate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is why they're so good, because they, 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 they have this data. They've collected this data. They've, you know, and they've, they've built products in such a way as to collect that data along the way. I had it tonight. Um, uh, I was using Twitter. Uh, and there was a there was actually an event kind of being live streamed on Twitter, uh, and as I was watching it, people were commenting, and as people were commenting, uh, a little button would pop up saying, "Help us decide if this comment is is good or not." Oh, right, that's just cool. literally, yeah, this is fine, or you know, no, this is offensive right. yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. Um, so that's that's training the machine, right? That's yeah, that's, yeah. Prov- that's providing data, and and you know, as um, when it comes to development, I you know, a lot of people. When I've spoken to them about machine learning, haven't I? Don't think I've really understood. Is you've got to have that way of collecting the the data, and it might involve you doing something manually to start off with, so that you can collect that data, and you might have to ask the user to to do something mm. for you, um, and then you can solve it with the machine. You can't go from zero to Two, yeah. solving this solving this problem. Um, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting talking about it because then you start thinking of all the, like all the good and bad implementations of it. Although I can only think of good ones actually. So some things that have surprised me about AI, top three. Yeah. In at number three. Um, Photoshop content aware fill. Have you ever? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like you just like oh I don't want that lamppost brush it out and it's gone yeah and it's incredibly good yeah 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 you know yeah. um so that's something that surprised me i um iphoto i don't think it's called that photos on my iphone right. i don't know if anyone tries this because they don't really talk about it a lot um but you can just type in stuff like lizard okay in yeah, the yeah, search yeah. thing and yeah. then it will bring back lizards and it, again it's incredibly yeah um accurate yeah i've forgotten the third one so you go <laughs> we'll have like a poignant no, no, pause no. No. <laughs> things in AI or machine learning that has impressed you? Um, oh gosh, I haven't really thought about this. Um, I could do one that hasn't impressed me. Go on. Self-driving cars. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Um, well, because it seems like it's not quite ready, but the market has positioned it as like we're done already. You know. It's a big old problem to solve, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's why. That's why. I, I mean, maybe I'm saying it's not the technology that hasn't impressed me because it has come along a, a long, a long way. <laughs> uh, but it feels like it's still a bit premature. But then I've never yeah. been in a self-driving car, so I don't. Maybe. Know. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, from what I know, there's been very little. In what way are you measuring non-success? Given that these things don't generally crash, you know. I mean, there's been a couple. But they of don't exist yet, do they? We don't yeah, have self-driving can, cars right now. You can you can flip your Tesla onto Drive Me, and it'll, yeah, that, you know, it seems to work change, on freeways. Though, lanes. could you imagine taking that down a Cornish? No, there are, there are cars, <laughs> and maybe they're, you know, they're ones still out in 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 trial. But you know, Google is happily driving cars all over America, self-driving. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's I, maybe I'm being a bit a bit a bit harsh. You're on just it. jealous because you haven't got one. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I did have a car, I had a, a, a Volkswagen Golf that had some elements of um, self-driving. And actually, that did annoy me because it would say, and in fact, this is, now you've got me ranting, <laughs> Tesla do this because they say that they've got self-driving cars. And I suppose from a consumer perspective, they are, but really they're just a combination of things that existed on other cars for a long time. 
like you can have dynamic speed um, control, cruise control, mm. where there's just a radar on the front of your bonnet, right, yeah. and it just tracks the distance yeah, between yeah, you and okay. the car in front and speeds up and slows down. Yeah. Then you've got lane guidance, yeah. where it can see if you're drifting between lanes. Um, you know, and there's all sorts of bits like that. You add them all together, and suddenly you've got a self-driving car. Yeah, that's that's what technology is, isn't it? It's just piecing together. Yes, but, but then the it's standing yeah, on the shoulders it's, it's, of giants, Greg. <laughs> In fact, I might go and make one tomorrow. Yeah, just to yeah, prove my point. Off the <laughs> shelf so easy to do. <laughs> a couple of LEDs on the front. Uh, uh, that has made me realise my third one, though. Okay. Um, which is, is is still in the realm of machine vision, which is when you can point at a camera at an object and it tells you what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I saw a picture um, today because there was a post that did the rounds where you can hold a little square, like a, a record-sized, like 12-inch by 12-inch square of an image and it will confuse um, algorithms. So whereas it would normally say, well, there's a person there, right. you hold this little square on your chest and then it can't work out who you are. Oh, okay. Um, oh. It was on the verge, I think. Um, and so, like, this is this is known thing in the in the scientific community about how you can screw up an algorithm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the picture they used showed that so you had two people standing, one without the square of color. Yeah. And it said this is a person, and the other one couldn't detect it. But in the corner, it got the top of a chair, and it had correctly recognized it as a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is amazing. It was like the smallest bit. Yeah. So that's the third one that does impress me. I saw a, a great picture this morning. I say great, terrible picture, because it was, uh, and I don't know whether it had been generated by by a machine or whether someone had done it by hand. It kind of had that look of something generated by a by a neural net or something, um, and it was specifically designed to have lots of objects, lots of things in it that were familiar to your brain, but when you actually looked at it, were not real things like the challenge was name something in this image and you'd go yeah that's it and then you'd look at it and then you'd realize that it's not quite the sort oh, of thing love stuff like that yeah it's, it's, it was quite mind-bending because you're going okay i'm not quite sure what that is but let me have a look at no no i can't quite figure out that like some things would look at like a little bit like an animal but then like the edges were a bit blurred or it was a slightly wrong shape or there wasn't there was sort of a face but not quite a face and it was, yeah, it was really kind of mind-blowing. I want to talk about neural nets. Yes, okay. Because this leads me on to my, my um, maybe my closing hypothesis. <laughs> so I, I, I sort of have this, this uh, I don't know whether it's a, a theory or just an, an opinion. Um, so you know, neural nets have been shown to be uh, you know, massively um, uh, powerful. Right. And the idea, you know, they're just a more advanced form of machine learning. You know, you've got you know, maybe instead of one equation, I'm going to boil this down really simplistically. <laughs> I, I know I know a couple of at least a couple of listeners that are going to be getting out there. Well, I've got I've got the soon. self-driving car lobby <laughs> yeah. already penning me a letter. And, um, so yeah. I, apo- I apologize. To him. But um, but simplistically, you know, instead of one equation that you're trying to solve, you're actually solving perhaps hundreds or thousands, all, you know, with links to one another, right? right. It's really simple way of describing it. And so, given a number in one end, kind of falls down the little kaplunk of, <laughs> of, of, of equations. Yeah. I, should, I should make this like a YouTube series. Right? <laughs> yeah. right, but you put a number in the top and it goes kaplunk, and a number falls at the bottom. You've no idea how that, that number, that like, you know, you really can't, yeah, there's no easy way of going, well, this did this and this did that, right? right but, okay. but anyway, um, but you know, neural nets and you know, neural nets are, are, are called that because you know, people were sort of trying to model the way that our brains act, right? And you know, um, um, little bits of electricity, oh god, I, you know, I can't remember, what was, was, was it? Neurons, neurons, okay. <laughs> Because neural nets, what, what an idiot, what an idiot. All right, there you go. My neurons aren't firing, right? But, um, <laughs> so so you, um, my sort of thought is, well, you know, eventually, so, so let's say, you know, given enough computing power, you, we, we, as a society, we keep building yeah. computing power. And eventually you can, you can build neural nets that, you know, essentially model the human brain. Maybe right, and that I mean you know, to be clear, that that takes a you know 
massive amounts of energy and computing power, right? But in theory, yeah, right, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know, if you model the brain, uh, you could do it. Um, and so, you know, at that point, you've got a thing that we've built, but that is just as complex as our own brains. Yeah. And therefore, like, is that life? Is that not life? To my opinion, I'm, I'm going to get there. My, my, but my, 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 my thought is, you know, if you have a race of silicon-based people, are they less valid than carbon-based life forms? And actually, are we just at the cusp where, uh, much as the Neanderthals died, you yeah, know, well, another species yeah. came through. Uh, well, I mean, obviously a bit more, a bit more. Uh, as I than that, as I, yeah. but, but do you get to a point where where just life on Earth is silicon based, not carbon based, and would that just be evolution? And on that thought, <laughs> now here's the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you believe Elon Musk, you know we're already in a simulation, so therefore we're already yeah we're in the matrix. Uh, I watched the matrix the other day. What a good I bet film. it was rubbish. No, no, it's good. Oh, see, I, I watched watch the second one. That was a bit rubbish. Well, I meant, well. I meant, I meant from a sort of a production values perspective. Actually, do you know what? The kids did laugh a little bit. The kids did have a little bit of a chuckle at some of the CGI because it's like in its day it was like wow, yeah, yeah. and then you're looking at it again. Oh, that's a, that's a little bit. Although I watched like, Jurassic. There's, there's, sorry, I was because the, the one bit actually, I think is it in the. Can't remember. Is it the first one or the second one where uh, Neo has? A, there's a bunch of like Agent Smiths come yeah come running at you yeah right? it looks terrible doesn't and it, it? <laughs> it looks really bad yeah, yeah. like it's this clearly almost like cartoon like yeah yeah, exactly. yeah 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 but I was gonna say I watched Jurassic Park the other day because it was on ITV2 for the 17th yeah. time over the weekend um, and that actually holds up quite well oh, okay that was really good and I didn't I did in fact I wondered whether they remastered it right because I thought that's so good yeah like maybe it's you know maybe maybe I don't know I haven't watched that for years but hmm. So what do you think? Silicon-based life forms, is that? Is that is well, that I think what's going to happen is that, that these cars, that's it, that's the new race. The cars right. are going to become sentient and they're going to take over the human race and, mm, maybe. you know, maybe. Uh, that'll be the end of it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen yet, though, is no. it? Although, you know, like science fiction, I've always had this, it's not a theory, but I've always pondered whether science fiction, um, people who write science fiction, they set the agenda for academic research. Mm. And people go, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, I wonder if that can be true or whether it's the reverse. Um, because I was thinking when you were talking about um, the silicon-based life forms, I was thinking, do they get depressed? Right. Which just oh, reminded maybe. me of the android from yeah, Hitchhiker's yeah, yeah, Guide yeah. to the Galaxy. <laughs> and I thought, there you go. It's, you know, it's yeah, already, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the yeah, future. There you go. <laughs> you know, there you go. So. Why not? Why not? Greg, we've talked for a little while. Yes. Do you think we've solved machine learning? <laughs> I don't think we have. <laughs> uh, but obviously, it's it's you know the length of the episode is a testament to how interesting this area is. Yes. So I think things are only going to get more interesting. Yes. And it did occur to me during this episode that there are people out there who are more qualified than us to talk about this, um, <laughs> and we might need to do another episode. Uh, where we drag some of those people in. We should do. We know some, so let's let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, they will probably be tweeting us anyway at Bitpicking on Twitter uh, to good, tell good us plug. to tell us all the uh, <laughs> yeah. to tell us all the things that we said that were complete and utter nonsense. Yes. Well, I'm definitely going to get self-driving car. I have self-driving car comment regret already. Okay. <laughs> You've thought it through a little bit. Like most of our episodes, once you sort of think it through a little bit. Yeah. Becomes... Especially seeing as I, I'm very closely, very close, very nearly put down a deposit for the Tesla Model 3. So I'm definitely like on that path. Yeah, yeah I was quite dismissive. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a very like demanding consumer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sign up for the Model 4. That'll be, that'll be better. Well, no, that doesn't fit the thing, does it? What do you mean? Well, it was the Model S, the Model X... The Model 3, yeah. and I think there's a Model Y, maybe not yet been announced, so it spells sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> that's big Elon, that's, yeah, that's Elon's big like troll in the car industry, that his range of cars spells sexy. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. 
You learn something every day. You do. Uh, do we think we have any advice for people when it comes to machine learning, particularly developers who are thinking about machine learning uh, or looking at a ton of job ads? We didn't get to talking about big data, by the way. No, we didn't. Um, I was going to throw in data lake because I thought that was a trendy word. But I think I'm just going to summarise, which is I just think it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably all I really need to say on the whole uh, the whole thing. Most I'm not going to disagree. Most with you. of big data is bullshit. <laughs> There's a, there, there used to be a site. I can't remember what it is now, but um, it was something like Do I have big data dot com, uh, and and it was just a static page that said no. <laughs> I love sites like that. Unless you've got, unless you've got petabytes of data, you probably haven't got. You've got big, big data. data. Yeah, I saw one. This is completely tangential, but I saw. Um, I, I happened to look up um, "give up and use tables instead." Dot com, which was popular in the early web design days, and it's been taken over. What? And it's not because that was like a static page that said, uh, "What was it? Should I use tables or something?" And oh, the, okay, the yeah, answer was right. yes. Yeah. Um, and that's been taken over now, and it's just adverts. Adverts for tables. <laughs> it should have been. It yeah, should have yeah, redirected yeah. me to made.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye. I think there's some anal OCD thing there.